You're listening to the Bible Chunks Read-Through Podcast in association with the Limadim Bible Reading Plan in Charles River Church. For more information on Limadim, visit lmd.church. Or for more information on Charles River Church, visit charlesriverchurch.com. We read the whole story to make whole disciples of Jesus. Hey, welcome to the Bible Chunks Read-Through Podcast, where we read through the Bible in the chunks, or sections based on themes it was designed to be read in, so we can get a better handle on the story of God. My name is Kevin. That's enough about me. Let's dive into the Word. Today we'll be reading Joshua 22.1 through 24.33. 83 verses today. We finish out the book of Joshua. At that time, Joshua summoned the Reubenites and the Gadites and the half-tribe of Manasseh, And he said to them, You've kept all that Moses, the servant of the Lord, commanded you, and have obeyed my voice in all that I have commanded you. You have not forsaken your brothers these many days, down to this day, but have been careful to keep charge of the Lord your God. And now the Lord your God has given rest to your brothers as he promised them. Therefore, turn and go to your tents in the land where your possession lies which Moses, the servant of the Lord, gave you on the other side of the Jordan. Only be very careful to observe the commandment and the law that, the, that, that Moses, the servant of the Lord, commanded you, to love the Lord your God and to walk in all his ways and to keep his commandments and to cling to him and to serve him with all your heart and with all your soul. So Joshua blessed them and sent them away, and they went to their tents. Now, To the one half of the tribe of Manasseh, Moses had given a possession in Bashan. But the other half, Joshua had given a possession beside their brothers on on the land west of the Jordan. And when Joshua sent them away to their homes and blessed them, he said to them, Go back to your tents with much wealth and with very much livestock, with silver, gold, bronze, and iron, and with much clothing. Divide the spoils of your enemies with your brothers. So the people of Reuben and the people of Gad and the half-tribe of Manasseh returned home, parting from the people of Israel at Shiloh, which is in the land of Canaan, to go to the land of Gilead, their own land, of which they have possessed themselves by command of the Lord through Moses. And when they came to the region of the Jordan, that's in the land of Canaan, the people of Reuben and the people of Gad and the half-tribe of Manasseh built there an altar by the Jordan, an altar of imposing size, And the people of Israel heard it and said, Behold, the people of Reuben and the people of Gad and the half-tribe of Manasseh have built at the altar at the frontier of the land of Canaan in the region about the Jordan on the side that, that belongs to the people of Israel. And when the people of Israel heard of it, the whole assembly of the people of Israel gathered at Shiloh to make war against them. Then the people of Israel sent to the people of Reuben and the people of Gad and the half-tribe of Manasseh in the land of Gilead, Phinehas, the son of Eleazar the priest, and with him ten chiefs, one from each of the tribal families of Israel, every one of them a head of a family among the clans of Israel. They came to the people of Reuben, the people of Gad, and the half-tribe of Manasseh, in the land of Gilead. And they said to them, Thus says the whole congregation of the Lord, What is this breach of faith that you have committed against the God of Israel in turning away this day from following the Lord? by building yourselves an altar this day in rebellion against the Lord. Have we not had enough of the sin of 
at Peor, from which even yet we have not cleansed ourselves, and for which there came a plague upon the congregation of the Lord, that you too must turn away this day from following the Lord? And if you too rebel against the Lord today, then tomorrow he'll be angry with the whole congregation of Israel. But now, if the land of your possession is unclean, pass over it into the Lord's land with the Lord tabernacle stands, and take yourselves a possession among us only. Only do not rebel against the Lord or make us as rebels by building an altar for yourself on the other side of the Jordan. Did not Achan, the son of Zerah, break faith in the matter of the devoted things, and wrath fell upon all the congregation of Israel, and he did not perish alone for his iniquity? Then the people of Reuben and the people of Gad and the half-tribe of Manasseh said, in answer to the heads of the families of Israel, The Mighty One, God the Lord, the Mighty One, God the Lord, He knows, and let Israel itself know. If it was in rebellion or in breach of faith against the Lord, do not spare us today for building an altar to turn away from following the Lord. Or if we did so to burnt offerings of, or grain offerings or peace offerings on it, may the Lord Himself take vengeance. No, but we did it from fear that in time to come your children might say to our children, What do you have to do with the Lord, the God of Israel? For the Lord has made the Jordan a boundary between us and you. For people of Reuben and people of Gad, you've made no portion to the Lord. So your children might make our children cease to worship the Lord. Therefore we said, Let us now build an altar, not for burnt offering, nor for sacrifice, but to be a witness between us and you, and between our generations after us, that we do perform the service of the Lord in his presence with our burnt offerings and sacrifices and peace offerings, so your children will not say to our children in time to come, You have no portion with the Lord. And we thought, If this should be said to us or to our descendants in time to come, we should say, Behold, the copy of the altar of the Lord which our fathers made, not for burnt offerings, nor for sacrifice, but to be a witness between us and you, Far be it from us that we should rebel against the Lord and turn away this day from following the Lord by building an altar for burnt offerings, grain offering, or sacrifice, other than the altar of the Lord, that our God, that stands before his tabernacle. When Phinehas the priest and the chiefs of the congregation, the heads of the families of Israel who were with him, heard the words of the people of Reuben and the people of Gad and the people of Manasseh spoke, it was good in their eyes. And Phinehas, the son of Eleazar the priest, said to the people of Reuben, the people of Gad, and the people of Manasseh, Today we know that the Lord is in our midst, because you have not committed this breach of faith against the Lord. Now you have delivered the people of Israel from the hand of the Lord. Then Phinehas, the son of Eleazar the priest, and the chiefs returned, to the pe returned from the people of Reuben and the people of Gad in the land of Gilead, to the land of Canaan, to the people of Israel, and brought back word to them. And the report was good in the eyes of the people of Israel, and the people of Israel blessed God and spoke no more of making war against them to destroy the land where the people of Reuben and the people of Gad were settled. The people of Reuben and the people of Gad called the altar witness, for, they said, it is a witness between us that the Lord is God. A long time afterward, when the Lord had given rest to all Israel from all their surrounding enemies, and Joshua was old and well advanced in years, Joshua summoned all Israel, its elders and heads, its judges and officers, and said to them, I'm now old and well advanced in years, and you've seen all that the Lord your God has done to all these nations for your sake. For it is the Lord your God who has fought for you. Behold, I've allotted to you as an inheritance for your tribes those nations that remain. 
along with all the nations I've already cut off, from the Jordan to the great sea in the west. The Lord your God will push them back before you and drive them out of your sight, and you shall possess their land just as the Lord your God promised you. Therefore be very strong and keep and do all that is written in the book of the law of Moses, turning aside from it neither to the right hand nor to the left, that you may not mix with these nations remaining among you, or make mention of the names of their gods, or swear by them, or serve them, with, or bow down to them. But you shall cling to the Lord your God, just as you have done to this day. For the Lord has driven out before you great and strong nations. And as for you, no man has been able to stand before you to this day. One man of you puts to flight a thousand, since it is the Lord your God who fights for you, just as he promised you. Be very careful, therefore, to love the Lord your God. For if you turn back and cling to the remnant of these nations remaining among you, and make marriages with them, so that you associate with them and they with you, know for certain that the Lord your God will no longer drive out these nations before you, but they shall be a snare and a trap for you, a whip on your sides and thorns in your eyes until you perish from off this good ground that the Lord your God has given you. And now I'm about to go the way of the, all the earth. And you know in your hearts and souls, all of you, that not one word has failed of all the good things that the Lord your God promised concerning you. All have come to pass for you. Not one of them has failed. But just as all the good things that the Lord your God promised concerning you have been fulfilled for you, so the Lord will bring upon you all the evil things until he has destroyed you from off this good land that the Lord your God has given you, if you have transgressed the covenant of the Lord your God which he commanded you, and go and serve other gods and bow down to them. Then the anger of the Lord will be kindled against you, and you shall perish quickly from off the good land that he has given you. Joshua gathered all the tribes of Israel to Shechem, and summoned the elders, the heads of the judges, and the officers of Israel, and they presented themselves before God. And Joshua said to all the people, Thus says the Lord, the God of Israel, Long ago your fathers lived beyond the Euphrates, Terah, the father of Abraham and Nahor, and they served other gods. Then I took your father Abraham from beyond the river and led him through, the, through all the land of Canaan and made his offspring many. I gave him Isaac, and to Isaac I gave Jacob and Esau, and I gave Esau the hill country of Seir to possess. But Jacob and his children went down to Egypt, and I sent Moses and Aaron, and I plagued Egypt with what I did in the midst of it, and afterward I brought you out. Then I brought your fathers out of Egypt, and you came to the sea, and the Egyptians pursued your fathers with chariots and horsemen to the Red Sea. And when they cried to the Lord, he put darkness between you and the Egyptians, and made the sea come upon them, and cover them, and your eyes saw what it did in Egypt. And you lived in the wilderness a long time. Then I brought you to the land of the Amorites, who lived on the other side of the Jordan. They fought with you, and I gave them into your hand. And you took possession of their land, and I destroyed them before you. Then Balak, the son of Zippor, king of Moab, arose and fought against Israel. And he sent and invited Balaam, the son of Beor, to curse you. But I would not listen to Balaam. Indeed, he blessed you. So I delivered you out of his hand. And you went over the Jordan and came to Jericho, and the leaders of Jericho fought against you. And also the Amorites, the Perizzites, the Canaanites, the Hittites, the Girgashites, the Hivites, and the Jebusites. And I gave them into your hand, and I sent the hornets before you, which drove them out before you, the two kings of the Amorites. It was not by your sword or by your bow. I gave you land on which you have not labored, and cities that you have not built, and you dwell in them. You eat the fruit of their vineyards, 
and olive orchards that you did not plant. Now, therefore, fear the Lord and serve him in sincerity and in faithfulness. Put away the gods that your father served beyond the river and in Egypt, and serve the Lord. And if it is evil in your eyes to serve the Lord, choose this day whom you will serve, whether the gods of your fathers, the gods that your father served in the region beyond the river, or the gods of the Amorites in whose land you dwell. But as for me and my house, we will serve the Lord. Then the people answered, Far be it from us that we should forsake the Lord to serve other gods. For it's the Lord our God who brought us and our fathers up out of the land of Egypt, out of the house of slavery, and who did these great signs in our sight and preserved us in all the way that we went, and among all the peoples through whom we passed. And the Lord drove out before us all the peoples, the Amorites who lived in the land. Therefore, we also will serve the Lord, for he is our God. But Joshua said to the people, You're not able to serve the Lord, for he's a holy God. He's a jealous God. He will not forgive your transgressions or your sins. If you forsake the Lord and serve foreign gods, he will turn to you and do harm and consume you after having done good to you. And the people said to Joshua, No, but we will serve the Lord. Then Joshua said to the people, Your witnesses against yourselves that you have chosen the Lord to serve him. And they said, We are witnesses. He said, Then put away foreign gods that are among you, and incline your heart to the Lord, the God of Israel. The people said to Joshua, The Lord our God we will serve, and his voice we will obey. So Joshua made a covenant with the people that day, and they put in place statutes and rules at Shechem, and Joshua wrote these words in the book of the law of God. And he took a large stone and set it up there under the terebinth that was by the sanctuary of the Lord. And Joshua said to all the people, Behold, this stone shall be a witness against us, for it has heard all the words of the Lord that he spoke to us. Therefore it shall be a witness against you, lest you deal falsely with your God. So Joshua sent the people away, every man to the, his inheritance. After these things, Joshua the son of Nun, the servant of the Lord, died, being 110 years old. And they buried him in his own inheritance at Timnath-Serah, which is in the hill country of Ephraim, north of the mountain of Gash. Israel served the Lord all the days of Joshua, and all the days of the elders who outlived Joshua, and had known all the work that the Lord did for Israel. As for the bones of Joseph, which the people of Israel brought up from Egypt, they buried them at Shechem, in the piece of land that Jacob bought from the sons of Hamor, the father of Shechem, for a hundred pieces of money, and became an inheritance of the descendants of Joseph. And Eleazar the son of Aaron died, and they buried him at Gibeah, the town of Phinehas, his son, which he had been given to him in the hill country of Ephraim. Joshua ends with the death of Joshua, as well as the death of Eleazar, the son of Aaron. And this whole generation, so we've seen two generations now. We've seen the generation that that God brought out of the land of Egypt that were forced to wander in the wilderness 40 years. And now their descendants, that generation, that's the generation that has inherited the promised land. God has given them their inheritance. He has given them prosperity and peace 
He's given them homes in which they can live, which they have not had to build themselves. He has given them vineyards that they did not have to plant. He has given them olive orchards that they did not have to plant. He has given them a good inheritance, reminiscent of the Garden of Eden. This wonderful garden that they didn't have to work for, just an act of God's grace given to them. Now, in this case, they had to do battle against the uh, enemies of the Lord. They had, they had to do battle against all of the Canaanites that were living in that land uh, as an act of God's judgment towards them after 400 years of wickedness. But it is the Lord who fought on their behalf. And we see towards the end here, we see that the, the two and a half tribes that were on the other side of the Jordan, they set up an altar and there's almost a civil war because the people on the other side of the Jordan find out and they go and, and say, are you so quickly turning away from the Lord to, to build your own altar and serve? And they say, no, 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 no. Essentially, we're going to call this altar witness because we're nervous that in generations to come, your children will forget that our children also serve the Lord. Now, that's, that's con confusing because God's whole purpose is that if anybody wants to serve him, like his whole purpose is to bring the whole world into him. And so it's confusing that uh, they would say, well, you guys can't serve the Lord. So uh, there is some tension already starting. But a number of times throughout the rest of this section, we see witnesses. You, are, you yourselves are witnesses. So that everybody is a witness against themselves. There are witnesses that they have chosen to serve the Lord. And if they do all that the Lord has promised, or all that the Lord has commanded, then God will do all that he has promised. He will provide for them. He will cherish them. He will, he will give them in abundance. They will live in a paradise land on earth. And if they don't, then God will bring the, the curses upon them. And if they turn away to other gods, which he knows, he repeats himself so many times, he knows that that will be a temptation. They turn away to other gods. God will bring those curses upon them. And then we see the death of Joshua, the death of that generation. But that generation um, served the Lord as long as Joshua was alive and the generation beyond them, the elders, they served the Lord. And then we're going to move on to the book of Judges tomorrow. But before we get there, what does this section of scripture tell you about who God is? What does it tell you about who you are or the state of humanity? And what is it that the Lord was stirring up while we were reading? Take those thoughts, turn them into prayers, and we'll be right here again tomorrow. Until then, God bless.